Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's Wisdom Wednesday on the Alter Your Health podcast. I'm Dr. Susanna. And I'm Dr. Ben. And we're both naturopathic doctors who empower individuals to heal themselves with whole food, plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. Welcome to another episode of the podcast where we're discussing the deeper conversations around your health and your well-being. And uh, if you've been with us, you've been making the journey from head to toe on Medicinal Monday, we're covering the uh, physio- physiology, nutritional, lifestyle, medicine stuff, things that we can do in our life to change our physiology, change our biochemistry, change our uh, digestive function, as was the case in uh, this week's Medicinal Monday. And today, we're talking about the deeper stuff, the the metaphysical, emotional, spiritual, energetic stuff, which in the case of digestion is really, I mean, I, I feel like I could say definitively the root cause of dig- digestive issues is 100% of the time an energetic, uh, spiritual, emotional mindset matter. Because we know, you know, as, and as we like to start these conversations off with, we know definitively the direct link that our state of mind moment to moment has on our state of physiology, especially with regard to digestive function. And I think that the, that connection is just so powerful. It's just kind of dawning on me now how we have so many nerves, so much blood supply, um, so much energy, you know, physiologically going to and from the digestive system. And we talk about how that, that nervous system energy, that circulatory energy, that blood flow, that, that movement in our body can be directed to various places depending on the function of our autonomic nervous system. So when we're in that rest and digest parasympathetic state, we've got this flood of energy into our digestive system, like a big, a lot, again, billions of neurons, like miles and miles of uh, circulatory uh, blood vessels carrying everything that we need to carry out digestive processes. And then, of course, when we shift or shunt 
these uh, this energy away from the digestive tract, as as is the case with sympathetic nervous system activation. You know that momentary stress, that acute stress, that can for many people become a long term chronic experience that moves so much again, so much energy away from the digestive tract. And our uh, digestive function suffers uh, the consequence from that. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, when we look at uh, kind of the physiological purposes of our gut, our intestines and our colon, and we kind of compare them with uh, the inner, kind of the energetic themes related to uh, digestive issues, we see that there is definitely, um, you know, that the physiological, um, the physiological actions really do translate like perfectly over to the energetic. And what I mean by that is yeah, we think of, <laughs> we think of our intestines as being, you know, the organ that assimilates and absorbs nutrition, right? We eat the food and we absorb the nutrients from the food that we're eating in our small intestine. Our colon, on the other hand, is kind of a preparatory organ that helps us prepare the stool for elimination. So we think I, the way that I think of it energetically is like the small intestine is more about absorption and taking in and accepting. And the colon is more about releasing and letting go. And um, so, yeah, what's the, um, gosh, I, I, I don't know the, uh, is it the serenity prayer or something like, you know, God grant me the power to accept the things that I cannot change and like, <laughs> I don't know what it is, uh, but essentially like accept the things that we cannot change, like embrace it, understand it, integrate it, assimilate it, be at peace and presence with it, and then let go, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, you know, after we integrate and then it's like, okay, then we move on. And I think that, you know, I guess the, the term is trauma, <laughs> you know, human beings, we tend to traumatize ourselves by this kind of replaying of ugly emotional experiences that we tend to hang on to and then we suffer the consequences again and again and again and again uh, but you know I think it's a great metaphor you know just flushing the toilet is a great metaphor because you know we can let that shit go um, just as easily as we can release a bowel movement which again for for people who are constipated might not be that easily um, but uh, I, I do think it, that it's a great metaphor and of course like you were saying the direct physiologic implications of holding on to resentment, to judgment, to criticism, um, to, you know, those things that those attachments, that resistance to life that shows up inside. And again, because of the just, uh, you know, crazy amount of uh, nervous system and circulatory input into our digestive organ system, that can have like serious implications. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's such a, a beautiful way to relate to our digestive system as, you know, this part of our body that is taking in what nourishes us and letting go what we no longer need. And I think if we approach life from that attitude as well, you know, yeah. um, being yeah. receptive, being accepting, um, and once again, letting go of what doesn't serve us, 
we set mm-hmm. ourselves up for great health. I'm just thinking about how when it, when it comes to dietary change, you know, we work with a lot of people, obviously, like lifestyle medicine, whole food, plant-based nutrition. It's all about lifestyle change, dietary change. And in approaching this for a lot of people, what is a totally new alternative, like crazy change, big change um, sort of thing in our in our nutrition and lifestyle. A lot of people can become, of course, very perfectionistic with it. Like, oh, my gosh, you know, how do I do it right? How do I do it perfectly? What happens if I eat a little bit of that or a little bit of this? Um, and of course, you know, I, I, I guess I'm just thinking about that perfectionism also in the realm of our metaphysical, emotional, like I've got to process life properly. I've got to digest life properly. I've got to live life properly. Um, I've got to let that go. And, and just having that pressure and, um, you know, th- those attachments to what life is looking like uh, around us, inside of us, how we are doing life, how we're showing up in life, how we're living life, and just having that, that level of expectation for ourselves to meet, that in and of itself is really heavy. And um, so it's, it's like, you know, maybe bringing the same just open-mindedness, compassion to our lifestyle change, to our whole food plant-based nutrition, just doing our best, doing what makes sense. You know, we can same, bring that same lightness to the way that we're living the rest of our life. And of course, you know, some say that how we do one thing is how we do everything. So again, it kind of makes sense why some people who might be more of the type A perfectionistic, and it's always interesting to me how people kind of self-identify, oh yeah, you know, I'm type A. And um, I I feel, I think it's kind of silly because anyone can be type A, you know, with certain things at a certain point in time. And there's always a time and space to just like, and that, that can be really serving, you know, of service and helpful and up to a point, right? You know, we can just let ourselves off the hook and give ourselves that grace and space and compassion to be as we are, whatever that might look like. Yes. <clears throat> yes. And, you know, I, I do want to say when I was opening up my mind body books, specifically Louise Hay's book, um, You Can Heal Your Life, under the section of um, intestines, it really does talk about how intestinal issues can be due to too much seriousness, too much controlling, like trying to control. Yeah. And that's exactly what you were just speaking to. And, um, you know, we see it a lot in clients we work with. And I saw it a lot in myself when I was dealing with my chronic intestinal issues, which, you know, looking back at it, could call it leaky gut, could call it dysbiosis, could call it SIBO, although I'd never tested for SIBO, but probably would have had SIBO if I tested for it. Most people do. <laughs> and um, the thing, the thing that changed my experience of health the most radically after about two years of following a very strict controlled diet it was like the gaps diet and then the other you know low lectin and all those low fiber diets right and i was obsessive about it and i put all my time and energy into making sure i was doing this diet 100 percent correctly and uh maybe i felt a little improvement in the beginning but for the majority of those two years was kind of plateaued at suboptimal digestive health. And the thing that changed the direction of my healing 
was literally when I decided to let go, to let go of the perfectionism, to say, you know what, what my body really wants right now is a piece of pizza. And I went out and I got a piece of pizza and I got, but, but I really want to kind of emphasize that, that controlling that seriousness. I mean, it kind of like in my head, it creates this image of constriction, almost like tying the intestines in a knot. For you, it does. Yeah. And for some people, they might have like a lot of lightness and freedom from being, you know, I think it, I think there's like so much, so much more to it. Like how, you know, it's like, there's our external experience, our habits, like what we're doing. And then there's our internal experience as we're in our external world. You know, some people, you know, it's like, two people can go for a hike up a mountain and one person can be like, Oh my gosh, look at the butterflies and the birds and look at the trees and the air and the smells and the leaves. And then the other person could be like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to fall off the cliff. Oh my gosh, is that a snake? Oh my gosh, I think I heard a bear, you know? So (laughs) like that's maybe obviously not like a direct, but yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. It's like, Yes, like I was feeling restriction. I was feeling too much controlling energy at that phase in my life when I was relating to my way of eating. But people, I guess my point was people can feel that constrictiveness, that restriction, regardless of with anything. Yes. While while eating a piece of pizza, you know, while drinking beer and doing drugs and like whatever else. Right. And I guess the reason why I shared that experience was because um, A, that's probably the most profound mind body experience I've ever had in my life. And we're on the small intestine section. So I thought I would share it, but it's just an example of really how, um, yeah, the direct connection between our state of mind and the way that we eat. And I think it's a common scenario that I do see a lot of people with intestinal issues have a a common scenario. (laughs) No, I, I, again, back to like the first statement, like, I'm, I'm, you know, if, if this triggers you or offends you, that's not my responsibility. But I will go as far to say as if you experience chronic digestive issues, whether it's gas bloating, constipation, diarrhea, IBS, SIBO, whatever the diagnosis or symptom is, there is a nervous system psychologically induced component to it 1000% of the time. And that, that also is the case with any other symptom in our body. It's not like you're wrong or bad or it's all in your head or anything like that, but it is all stemming from our state of mind, which controls our state of being. And that shouldn't feel overwhelming. That shouldn't feel like you're like stupid or screwed up or did anything wrong or bad that, that should, or that could feel very empowering, you know, understanding that, There's incredible leverage through not even changing what you're buying at the grocery store. While that might be like very important as well, depending on what you are, you know, putting in your body, the the biggest leverage point in shifting our experience in our body is shifting our understanding of our mind, our thought and our consciousness and how we understand and relate with our own internal human experience. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, the example of being too serious and too controlled with what we're putting in our body, that's just like a subset of 
the kind of overall energy, it's like, yeah, that probably wasn't the only area in my life where I was overly controlling. There are probably other areas where I wasn't accepting things as they were. I wanted them to be different. I was judgmental. I was critical. And I felt like I am the person who needs to control the situation to make it to make it better, to make it feel better for me. How you do one thing again is generally how you do everything. So like, what's the opposite of that controlling energy? Um, You know, how, how do we transcend that kind of controlling and, and, you know, I I think another way to put this is just like an attitude where we're not accepting things as they are. And we feel like it's our responsibility to fix it all. What's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is understanding and acceptance and trust. And um, because the cool thing is like when you were talking about like fixing it, controlling it, um, changing it, uh, you know, there's this, there's this uh, delusion in the human experience that we do more than we actually do, you know, that we're in charge and that we're in, therefore in control of everything. And the fact is that we're not in control of anything. <laughs> we're only in control of our uh, micro internal micro environment moment to moment. And that is really how we are relating with what's going on in and around us. Our relationship to ourself is really the only thing that we have control over in any given point in time. Um, so understanding the, the boundaries of what's in our control and what's out of control and then <clears throat> trusting that the universe is going to take care of us. You know, we can allow <clears throat> and excuse me. <clears throat> and sometimes I think what that looks like is like the, the universe working through us. You know, it's not to say that we don't take any action and do anything, but we can cooperate with the universe and be an instrument Rather than be someone in charge and control, we can be used. And therefore, you know, there's, I mean, I, I, to me, just in just sharing the idea, there's so much more freedom and um, peace in that. Um, that was interesting. Our lights flickered, but I don't Nothing think we lost power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, I will just relate it back to my personal example, just very briefly, just to kind of bring that full circle. Um, But, you know, when I had that moment of like, I'm going to go get a piece of pizza. It's not like, oh, I'm craving pizza or like, you know, it, it was actually a very profound kind of lightning bolt moment where I got this this deep message of, Susanna, lighten up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Susanna, like surrender. Susanna, like trust the process. And um, so so the motivation to go to the pizza parlor or or whatever felt like a very kind of um, divine intervention, um, so to speak. It wasn't just like coming from a low place. And, And so I think like exactly to what you were saying, Ben, there is so much that the universe does for us and and supports us with that we don't understand. And if we let go and surrender, what that does for our body, our physiology, is it puts us in that state of 
relaxation of healing. It allows our digestive system to actually work properly to secrete the digestive juices we need to digest the pizza or the whatever or the whatever. And I, th I think that that's maybe a good place to wrap up on like this idea because I, I as I said you know the the words that came out of me the universe works through us and it's like that seems kind of woo-woo like where how like you know and and I guess to some extent it is a little bit woo-woo but we can bring it back into the practical like we don't have to do anything or in fact we can't do anything to control our digestive process to turn on the hydrochloric acid production in our stomach to allow the peristaltic activity to carry food through our gut tube to secrete digestive enzymes and absorb and assimilate and put to use the nutrients from our food. We can't control that process. We must. The only thing that we can do is trust and whether you want to call it trust the body, trust the universe, trust God, trust source, trust ourselves. The only that's the only option when it comes to uh, our autonomic physiologic functions. We've got to take a back seat and do again, do what's in our control, which is creating that environment um, for our body to hopefully thrive and also trust the universe, um, which our body is, of course, an extension of the universe. All, all things are extension of the universe. So I think, you know, practically speaking, trusting the universe as it, as it relates to, you know, supporting the healing and restoration of optimal digestive function, you know, it really just uh, looks like trusting the body and understanding that we can't like, you know, we, we say all the time and you've heard it, like you, you can heal yourself. And the fact is, no, you can't, your body heals itself. You are not your body. So your responsibility is to just cooperate with your body and create that environment and then step out of the way and allow the body to heal itself. You're not healing yourself. Your body is healing itself. Um, so, you know, understanding the limits of your, your uh, control and um, doing what you can and accepting the rest, I suppose. Exactly. And I guess I never really said that, um, you know, after the pizza incident, my digestion and the pain and the symptoms I was feeling as a result of my digestive issues radically, radically improved. Um, and I didn't change anything about what supplements I was taking. I didn't change anything. You know, I just became less micromanaged with what I was eating and trusting the process, trusting the wisdom, a.k.a. how the universe um communicates through us trusting you know mm -hmm. my intuition and um i'm not special it's like we all got this right so she's not <laughs> no she's, definitely not she's not special um <laughs> just kidding kind of but um, we're all special but you know I'm we're not, all human i'm not any more special than anyone else <laughs> we're all especially especially human so yeah hopefully this message resonates i think it's again like an important one i i don't feel that like maybe we're, we're not the best at least today at communicating the message so if you're not hearing it that's okay uh but hopefully it at least like open up a little space of curiosity to consider you know what is available in terms of uh you know any blind spots because the the answers to digestive issues are not found in supplements 
not even found in a dietary change. It's, it's really found in that inner experience, that inner relationship that we have with ourselves. Um, so hopefully, you know, insight can be gained into how we can, again, in a non-controlling, non-perfectionistic sort of way, allow that relationship to unfold in a healthy, compassionate direction. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, well, we welcome any feedback in the comments section or anything like that. And as always, we look forward to also seeing you next time on the podcast. Bye for now.